We welcome you back to Lala Rink here in North Andover. Merrimack taking on UConn. We are in between periods one and two, and it's time for our pregame chat with Merrimack head coach Scott Borek. And uh, Scott, last time out, uh, a 2-2 tie with UNH. That capped off a weekend which saw you pick up four out of a possible six points. Uh, really a hard-fought battle with the Wildcats, and uh, you know you had a power play there at the end that uh, didn't uh, bear fruit, unfortunately. But uh, what were your thoughts on the 65-plus minutes? You know, I thought uh, you knew that we knew that UNH was going to have an answer from the night before. Um, you know, we got in front the night before and kind of ran away with it. And I knew they were really unhappy about how they played. I thought they came in here and played a really smart, very very simple game. Just played hard, and and they played in both directions. They didn't try to carry the puck over the line. They forechecked, and I thought they simplified their game to a point where it was a pretty good hockey game. And we still had outchanced them significantly, but we just didn't bury it. You know, Michael Robinson played really well. Um, you know, the only part of the game I was disappointed in at all was uh, both of their goals came off of plays that we had the puck right at the blue line off uh, over our, get over our line defensively. One led to a penalty when we didn't do it, and that was. Um, yeah, that led to a goal, the four and three goal, and then the other one, uh, the turnover at the top of our zone, led to a goal right away. And you know, those are two situations that should never happen. Uh, so that was very frustrating to me. I don't think they had other good looks really in the whole game. So that was disappointing watching the video, but I was happy with how we played for the most part. Uh, the power play at the end, you know, it was a, it was a combination of things. One, they changed the way they came after us, which was smart. Uh, and not something we didn't expect, but we didn't handle it well. Um, and the second thing was that I think we didn't get any whistles. And so there wasn't a whistle for the first three minutes and 30 seconds, and that's the worst thing that can happen to you in a five-minute uh, um, five major, uh, particularly because they were kind of getting momentum and rolling a little bit. And so uh, it was disappointing that we didn't uh, put more of a fight up and get better chances on that. We had two looks, but not unbelievable looks. Uh, so that's something we worked on this week, making sure that we can bear fruit on the power play, um, and, and just you know, we're going to be better at the blue lines. I think what happened was we had a nice night the night before, and we got a little creative in areas of the rink you're not supposed to be. That's immature, and we need to grow out of that. Well, Scott, uh, Reagan Kimmins got you started with the first goal of the game. Some would say that um, there might have been some luck involved with that goal, but really he seems to be playing very consistently with and without the puck. Yeah, Reagan's playing really well, playing really hard. And, um, you know, I wouldn't say that was the luck goal. I mean, I think what he did, he did the right thing. He shot it. And uh, a lot of guys don't shoot that puck. And I don't think Robinson was ready for it and didn't expect it. And that's how it went in the net. And uh, I, I would say quite the opposite, a really smart play, really, really smart play. And he's played really well for the last two to three weekends. And we'll need him today because it's going to be very physical and we'll need his physicality. Well, uh, one of the bright spots also, Scott, about the game uh, last time out was Max Newton, the way he was able to contribute on face-offs. He's won 24 out of 38 so far, so uh, he really brings that uh, that key element uh, to your, your game, doesn't it? Yeah, he played really well last weekend, and he's a, he's a very smart player. He keeps his game pretty simple. He's really good at the face-off dot. He really helps us on special teams, particularly on the PK, because he wins that face-off. Like, this is a team that has almost all lefty centers, uh, so they're going to take the face-off on a side that it would have been valuable to have him. Unfortunately, we don't, so um, someone else will have to fill that role. But when he does get back, he's a really good addition to our club. Well, today, Scott, you get a look at a team you haven't seen uh, yet this year, the UConn Huskies. Uh, what are your thoughts on them? Or what, what defines them, and uh, what, what are the key factors that make them such a tough opponent? Well, they're getting very good goaltending right now, which we didn't see that last year. I, I thought uh, Thomas played really well here in the game that we, that we lost. 
Uh, but both times we played them there, he didn't have his best nights. And so that's the first thing you notice is he's playing very well. Uh, secondly, their forwards can really get after it. They really get up and down the rink well. I think they're as deep as any team in our league up front. I felt that way last year, but some of them were young players, so they weren't adjusting as quickly as you might expect. Um, but I watched them on video. They are a very dangerous team. They easily could have swept their weekend last weekend with BC. Uh, and I was, I am excited about our team playing them today because I think it's going to make us better because they're going to play the game fast. They're going to really attack it coming over the blue line. Uh, areas of the game we got to get better at. So I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be a big challenge, but one we're, we're ready for. And uh, in terms of the lineup today, Scott, you've got a, a few guys rotating in. You'll be seeing for the first time uh, this year, Christian Simeone is one. So uh, some circumstances have dictated uh, some lineup changes. Uh, what can you tell us about the lineup today? Well, I'm excited for the guys who haven't played. You know, I think that uh, we have some circumstances where we get some guys out. You know, we've always talked about Seifert and Drevich out, which is unfortunate. But now with uh, Max Newton, Alex Jeffries, and Ryan Nolan won't be available to us today, uh, which forces other guys into the lineup. And I, I kind of embrace that because, you know, those guys work really hard, too. Yeah. You know, and, and Christian works his tail off, gets very little reward for it. Uh, he deserves to play. I'm excited for him today. And, and same with Hugo Esselin. You know, he hasn't played much of a, at all this year. Um, and I think it's, it's uh, for him it's been frustrating because last year was such a challenge coming from uh, Sweden to hear that his success was not at a level he expected. Um, this year I think he's probably really excited, but we've got a much better team, and so the grind's been a little tougher for him. But now today he gets a chance. So I think it's exciting. I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing them play, um, and I'm really looking forward to seeing how our time, team responds because at the end of the day it's not about who's in the uniform. It's what the uniform does, and, and we just say go out and battle, and I think we will today. Scott, what are you looking for in terms of uh, keys to today's matchup? Uh, what do you feel will be most important for Merrimack? You know, the two things we talked to our team about, breaking the puck out, they come heavy on the forecheck, uh, and then playing fast in the D zone. They're playing a, a defensive system similar to Lowell's. Puck has to move out of corners quickly or they're going to swarm you. Um, we have to play fast, get pucks out of corners, and, and get things moving quickly. Uh, and the third thing is just defending the rush because they're an exceptional rush team. That's where they generate a lot of their offense. So we need to get our forwards reloading and back-checking aggressively so that our defensemen can stay up and we can use the blue line to our advantage. We, if we manage those three parts of our game, I think we'll have a successful day. Uh, if we don't, it's going to be difficult. Scott, we're seeing a return to campus uh, of uh, a lot of the schools around Hockey East, and the question comes to, uh, to COVID testing. Uh, talk a little bit, about, if you would, about Merrimack's readiness and their, their COVID testing protocols and how confident you feel uh, Merrimack has the, the testing uh, in place under control. Well, I can say Merrimack has it 100% under control. You know, they just, no one has COVID under control. But uh, I, I think the response of our campus and the things that the leadership on our campus have done to give us an opportunity to play these games, give us our students an opportunity to be on campus in a residential collegiate uh, year is, un, is unreal. Like, I, I never would have... Um, not because I didn't expect us to do it, but we're a small school. You know, we had the we you know our resources aren't the same as Boston College and Boston University and University of Connecticut. And for our uh, leadership to put a priority on, hey, we want to stay open and we want to keep people employed and we want to do the right things for for our students and our faculty and staff. I, I think our response has been right on. And um, now the challenge is not about the school's response to the testing. The real challenge is for the students returning. You know, and can they manage their time here with the social distancing and with the um, 
you know, the mask and the different things that are required because doing it in the fall uh, when the weather was nice and you could be outside and separated from each other, that's, that's nice. Doing it today in a 10-degree you know, day when everybody should be indoors, that's going to make it much tougher. So the, the onus falls on our team uh, to make sure we put ourselves in the best situations possible, safest situations possible, but at the same time we understand that you can walk by someone and not know it and they sneeze, next thing you know you have it. So uh, there's no punitive action for a guy who gets test positive because that's um, not really his fault. Um, but, you know, we, we just got to be really, really leery of it. And we've talked to our team quite a bit about making sure we're really diligent now that we're moving into February with all the students back. Well, Scott, another unique element to today's game is you're getting the home game on Friday. You'll travel down to stores tomorrow. So uh, I know that's something you've been looking forward to doing. And, uh, you know, uh, how good is it to have this first one at home for the first time this year? Well, you know, I, I don't even know if it's an advantage or not. I just know it's a disadvantage to have the same thing repeatedly. Um, and, you know, for our guys today, we test on Fridays. So when we're leaving on Friday for a game after taking a test, it's just another thing you have to add into our, our daily plan. Uh, the other thing that happens is now that the students are coming back, that the lines that get tested a, lo- a little bit longer. So it's not like it was a week ago. Yeah. Uh, so the Fridays are huge to, to be home uh, and to be first. Uh, I, I don't know if it will have any impact in the games at all, um, but I'm glad this, it is what it is, and I'm glad we're getting the opportunity to do it. I think um, you know, tomorrow you, know, you go down there on a Saturday, you know, maybe tomorrow at 6 o'clock and get on the bus. I won't be happy we play down there a second, but I think it's the best thing for our team. Give us a chance to be here and see how we play. Well, Scott, we want to wish you all the luck today. Uh, Good luck down in stores tomorrow. Uh, Mike and I won't be with you tomorrow, but uh, there will be hockey here next weekend. We look forward to it uh, then. And, again, thanks so much for your time. Thanks, John. Really appreciate it. Have a great day. All right. He's Scott Borick, head coach of Merrimack Hockey. When we return to Lotto Rink, we'll have the first period recap, and we'll drop the puck for the second period next. You're listening to Merrimack Warrior Hockey right here on the Merrimack Radio Sports Network.